Well, we've reached the midway point of both the boys' and girls' basketball season, and we had a busy week with both. I had a chance to chat with freshman Cade Good after a tough loss at Riverside on Monday. Then Sophie Nichols shared her thoughts after the Lady Vikings upended the Point Pleasant Lady Knights, as well as Joey Ramsey reflected on his play off the bench in the Viking victory at Calvary Baptist. Rube, what did you have this week? I talked with uh, Viking senior wrestler Isaac Parsons. Uh, he had a big win this week, and um, the Viking wrestlers will be in action this weekend. I also talked with the voice of the East Fairmont Bees. He's Bill Dunn, and Ripley has a game up there on Saturday. Saturday. I talked with West Virginia State uh, basketball coach Sean Lloyd. He is working with two Viking players, two former Vikings on his roster, and uh, I had an interview with him about that. So it uh, should be an interesting podcast. He put forth a 27-point effort and a loss to Riverside, and that ties a school record for freshmen in a single game. Here's Viking freshman Cade Good. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. Joined now by uh, freshman superstar. Had a big game tonight and a losing effort down here at Riverside. Cade Good, uh, thanks for being with me, buddy. Thank you. Great game, man. I know uh, you could really care less about your stat line uh, tonight. You would have rather had the win, but... Uh, we saw a, uh, a very aggressive Cade Good on the offensive end tonight, uh, even when you were going in there amongst Braden Ward, who uh, you're probably giving up about a foot to in size. Very athletic player down there. But, uh, man, you were able to, to uh, finish. You had 27 points tonight, a career high for you. Um, I know, uh, again, that's not what you're worried about, but tell me about uh, how you're feeling right now. Uh, well, I just came off, like, two games scoring, like, seven to eight points. And I know that I need to step up and uh, provide for my team, so that's what I did. Tell me about your defense, man. I think that's an underrated part of your game. Uh, you're kind of a, a, a pest, uh, not, to, not to be mean, but uh, you really get up in the, the offensive player and like to throw them off, and Isaiah does a great job of that as well. Uh, you typically don't see that out of guys who can score the ball like you. Do you take a lot of, uh, a lot of pride in what you do defensively? Yeah, I just, like, I know that when someone's pressuring me, I don't like it very well, so I just do it to them, too. So where do we go from here, man? This is a tough loss, kind of a gut punch uh, to lose in overtime like that, but a great effort out of you guys and the Warriors. Yeah, just we got two practices before our next game and got to get ready for that. You got to put it behind you quickly, have a bad memory, and uh, ultimately only thing that matters is come sectional time. So what you want to do is improve between now and then and uh, have yourself ready to go uh, come postseason. Yep. Okay, thanks for the time, man. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Hey, fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. She's proving to be a steady scorer as the freshman, averaging 16 points per game for the Lady Vikes. But all she wants to do is win. Here's freshman Sophie Nichols. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. Joined now by Lady Viking freshman Sophie Nichols. Sophie, thanks for being with me. Thank you for having me. Ugly game last night, but a win nonetheless, right? Three in a row for you guys. Yes, it was an ugly win, for sure. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, you're sitting at six and three right now, and uh, you know you're, you're gaining some momentum uh, as you head here toward the uh, middle part of your schedule. Yes, we are. 
Tell um, me about tell me about your performance though. Uh, uh, you know, you've you come into this thing averaging uh, sixteen, just a shade under sixteen points uh, a game. You, you've really seemed to have found your niche on this basketball team, uh, and uh, you're only a freshman, so that's pretty encouraging. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I think I came in here thinking I was a little nervous at the start, but then once I got in there and I started shooting the ball I didn't shoot the ball hardly in the beginning but then I started getting a feel for the team and it got a lot better and I've I think I'll proceed to exceed going through the rest of the season so you came in uh, transferred in from uh, Roan County in the off season. tell me what it's been like for you uh, since you stepped on uh, the Ripley High campus yes I transferred from Roan County and it was honestly the greatest decision I've made throughout my whole life um I came in there and I was a little nervous from the start, but then um, when I got in there, all the team welcomed me and the two people I transferred with, and it was awesome. Um, Coach Kennedy, I couldn't ask for a better coach. He's hard on me. He'll scream at you, but that's what I need as a coach if I want to continue with basketball and go to the next level. So you talk about transferring in with a couple of your uh, longtime friends, Olivia Greathouse and Aaron Ryan. How how has that helped you in the transition? Yes. Um, well, we've played basketball, all three of us, since we were in third grade together. We've been best friends since we were in third grade. Um, transfer, if I transferred without them, I don't know. I would have, it would have been long, but <laughs> transferring with both of them has really helped me a lot. And it's way easier with school and basketball. And it was very helpful for them to come over with me also. Let's talk about this basketball team a little bit. Uh, I talked to Coach Kennedy a lot about how you guys fit together really well, the pieces of this team. And you're obviously a key piece to that. And then you have McKinnon, you have Lauren, you have your teammates, Aaron, uh, Corbin Casto playing a lot of minutes, uh, Olivia, as you mentioned a moment ago, playing a lot. Uh, but you guys really seem to complement each other uh, very well uh, and you play well together. I, I love how, how you guys share the basketball. Yes. Um, the team chemistry on and off the court is excellent. Um, we have McKinnon Hall. She flies all over the court. Lauren taking charges. Aaron, she just um, is a big asset to our team. And Corbin Casta, too. Both heck of a defensive players. Um, I couldn't ask for a better teammates. They're awesome. And I think the team chemistry is great, too. And I think once we get those players start, like once Lauren takes charges and once Max flying all over the court and once we start sinking threes and just – Having that those transition points and having that team chemistry is awesome. And I think once we start getting that momentum going, it'll lead on throughout the whole game. Ripley has a record of six and four. They lost a fifty-seven to thirty-nine decision at Nitro uh, the other night, and they play two o'clock on Saturday at Capital, and they have a Tuesday home game against the Wayne Pioneers. He made the free throws to help ice the game at Calvary Baptist on Thursday. Now we hear from sophomore Joey Ramsey. Here with Joey Ramsey after the Viking win over the Patriots from Calvary Baptist Academy. Joey, congrats, man. Great game. Thank you. Tell me about uh, coming off the bench tonight. I think you had seven points, five or six rebounds, some really clutch free throws at the end of the game to kind of put this away. Um you looked like a seasoned vet out there, man. Uh, you looked like you were just buying your time. When you got your opportunity, you took advantage. Yeah, I mean, like coming off coming off the bench in a tight game like this, you're just looking to contribute and do what you can to help the team win. 
your vision, man, uh, on those passes to Luke. You got him some really good looks down on the block, uh, and you it looked like you got the ball in the backfield and you were hitting the hole and going 80 yards for a touchdown. I mean, your vision is fantastic out there. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, it helps that he's 6'10", but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I hit him pretty well. What was going through your mind when you were out there for those free throws? Uh, they kept calling timeouts. I think they called, felt like 10 timeouts before you got to shoot it. But uh, you stepped up and uh, calmly knocked both of them in. Yeah, I mean, it's like when you're in the backyard, that's just what you picture. Free throws to win the game. and yeah, Big win for the team. You guys five or four and five now. You got a chance to string some wins together. Yeah, I hope we can get one done Saturday. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. It has been a bizarre basketball season for Saturday's Viking basketball opponent, as we hear from Bill Dunn, the voice of the East Fairmont Sports Network. It has been an interesting uh, basketball season for everyone in the state of West Virginia, and particularly at uh, Marion County, and even more particular at uh, East Fairmont. Uh, We're talking with Bill Dunn of East Fairmont uh, Sports Radio, and Bill, thank you for joining us. Hello, thank you for uh, reaching out. Well, we thought we would have an interesting varsity doubleheader on Saturday, but unfortunately, plans have changed. And we're still looking forward to seeing the Ripley boys. Tell us about the dilemma there in in, uh, in Marion County. Uh, our dilemma at East Fairmont, uh, we have now, between the boys and girls teams, have had to go on a 10-day pause on three different occasions, two for the girls and one for the boys. Um, the girls um, were uh, originally put on their first COVID pause because of a test within the team that came back positive. And so the girls came out of that uh, last week and then made a trip to Riverside High School on Saturday where uh, outside infection happened. It did not happen with our team. We found out about it, I guess, on Monday afternoon and therefore had to go back into pause. And so the Lady Bees are once again idle. This will uh, occur until the end of March, March 31, they can come out. The boys just came out of a 10-day pause. Uh, They were able to practice um, over the weekend when they came out Saturday and then played Buckhannon Upshur last night, unfortunately. Um, Hit a real cold spell late in the second quarter and uh, and dropped that ball game. But um, it's been interesting, and it's just not happened... uh, here to East Fairmont, we have had uh, multiple programs in our in our what we call up here in North Central West Virginia that have had to go on pause. Not only basketball, but also um, wrestling programs. So it's just one of those things you just have to get through it. And hopefully, by the time we get the sectional play, that everybody's healthy and we don't have any more issues. Because if you hit COVID going into right before sectional play, then you you're pretty well out of it for the year. 
We're talking with Bill Dunn of East Fairmont Sports Radio. And, and Bill, tell us a little bit about the talent uh, that the Bees boys basketball team possessed this year. Uh, I wish I could tell you more than I'm going to end up telling you, and here's the reason why. These Fairmont boys were loaded with the seniors last year. Of the 13 boys that dressed every game, 12 of them graduated. Uh, so we basically are playing with... Uh, some of them have very limited ex uh, experience last year. Some of our juniors have uh, got into mop-up situations last year. But competitive play on the varsity level, most of our team is learning how to do that on the job, so to speak. Uh, they, they are young, and they're learning the program. We are 0-3. We have not had uh, a chance to win a ball game yet. We got blown out by a a sectional, a possible sectional opponent in the first game um, that had close battles with North Marion and then last night with Buchanan. Um, so the, the team is improving. What I, what I really like and what I saw last night is that we're able to do rotations where when we need tall boys on defense, we can get them in. When we need outside shooters to get the scoreboard less tilted, we can get those in. The um, uh, what I really like last night to finish that sentence is that our turnovers have basically disappeared. They were horrible in game one, and they pretty well disappeared by game three. Plus, last night we're a triple A team, and under this new basketball configuration, we played a quad A, so we're playing up and uh, and and hung with them most of the game. So it was tied at the end of one. We just had a bad second quarter, and that cost us the game. I believe this will be the first meeting in basketball between uh, Ripley and East Fairmont, and the Vikings have a similar situation in that they have five new starters as well uh, for their basketball season. So, Bill, hopefully we'll uh, get a chance to meet you uh, on Saturday, and uh, we'll see you in Fairmont. Yeah, we'll be there. If you have the time, the one boy that I want to point out who had a great game last night was Carter Saunders. He's one of our power forwards, a six foot two junior. Again, one of those boys I referenced who didn't get a lot of playing time last year, but has really stepped up as a team leader this year. Um, it's going to click. Maybe it'll click against you. And if it does, I'm sorry, but it's going to have to click sometime. And we hope to uh, have a chance to have a conversation when you come to Fairmont on Saturday. The Bees have a record of 0 and 4 after dropping a four point game at Elkins on Thursday evening. Ripley has a home game on Monday evening against Lincoln County. The Panthers defeated the Vikings by nine points in a game in Hamlin just a couple of weeks ago. The Viking wrestling team dropped a home match to fifth-ranked St. Albans by a score of 48-24. to Senior Isaac Parsons was among the winners for Ripley. I know the uh, team decision did not come out as you would like, but individually you did pick up a pin in your final match here at the home gym. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, he was very tough. Uh, going out on the mat, I knew it was going to be a tough match. But uh, uh, we both worked very hard, and at the end of the day, I came out with the win. And uh, Coach Smith, he put together a, a, a brutal schedule this year, and, and tonight was was no difference. I mean, St. Albans had a very rugged team. That's right. Uh, throughout the whole the whole season, I mean, he picked up some of the toughest teams in the state, and 
with the season being shortened, I mean, that's what you got to do to be prepared for regionals and be prepared for the state tournament. So I like how he did it. And, and now we're getting to crunch time. We're the, the regular season is beginning to wind down and are getting ready for that all-important regional tournament. Yeah, we got uh, a quad this Saturday, and then we got a match Tuesday, and then after that it's regional time, so we got to get to work. And what kind of goals have you set for yourself, Isaac? Uh, I'd love to make it to the state tournament, and i love to play to the state tournament too. That's great. Isaac, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Ripley has a Saturday match on the road against Greenbrier West and Beckley Woodrow Wilson. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel made right here in Ripley. The West Virginia State Yellow Jackets are off to a strong start this baseball season. Coach Sean Lloyd has two former Vikings on his current roster. It seems like Ripley High has had an uh, outstanding baseball relationship with West Virginia State uh, going back to the 60s and the 70s, including one of our current coaches, Frankie Cummings, played his ball at State before uh, playing some pro ball. So, Coach uh, Sean Lloyd, thank you for joining us today, and congratulations on a, on a good weekend series. I appreciate it. It was uh Coach, you have a, an infielder who has been with you for uh, quite some time now. He's a veteran on the, on the Yellow Jacket team, Christopher Jordan. Uh, tell us what Christopher brings uh, to your program. Well, Christopher, um, you know, when he was a freshman, uh, you know, we, were, uh, we were very young. We had a lot of guys. My first two years as head coach, we had a lot of juniors and seniors those first two years. So after the second year, um, you know, half our roster had graduated, and we knew going into that third year that uh, that was a very important recruiting year for us, and we knew that some of those guys uh, were going to have to come in and play right off the bat, whether they were ready or not. Uh, and Christopher, uh, you know, he got a chance to play you know, from the get-go, and uh, you know, he had kind of an up-and-down freshman year, uh, as most freshmen have when they when they play, you know, the games are a little bit faster and, uh, you know, it's a little bit different. And, uh, you know, he did a real good job for us. Uh, his sophomore year, he, he, he improved. His junior year, he improved. Uh, when we were playing last year, we got 15 games in. Um, and he'd still improved, uh, you know, a little bit more. Uh, and now he's just, uh, you know, he's a little more comfortable with himself. Uh, you know, he knows what his strengths are. He knows what he does well. Uh, he knows the things that he's not particularly good at. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he masks those really well, uh, with the things that he does well. And he's worked hard. He's an excellent kid. You know, he graduated in four years. Uh, so he's playing this year as a graduate student. Uh, so we're really proud of him. Uh, 
Uh, he's just one of, one of those kids that everybody likes, and uh, you know, he has a, a great demeanor, and uh, he's a team player, um, and he means a lot to us. And, and you know, I, I love having him around. And, uh, you know, I enjoy him not just as a player; I enjoy him as a as a person. You know, just talking to him. Coach, I've noticed that uh, offensively he's been pretty productive. He's had four uh, multiple hit games for you thus far this season. Yeah, and he, you know, that's the aspect of his game that he really has worked the hardest on. Um, you know, that was the, the part for him that uh, you know, came along a little bit slower than, than what he's done defensively and how his arms develop and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, we, we made some changes to what he was doing and to how he's approaching things. And, uh, you know, he's seeing the ball really well right now. He's not trying to do too much. Uh, you know, he understands... Uh, like in the game the other day, we had runners on second and third and, and nobody out, but he's up. Uh, and he fouled the ball off, and he kind of swung a little bit bigger than, than what he should have. And uh, I just yelled at him from the dugout. I said, a ground ball to second base gets us a run. Uh, and the next pitch was a breaking ball away, and he just pokes a ground ball to second base and knocks in a run. And then advances the guy from second to third. When he comes in the dugout, he said, Thanks for that. He said, I, I needed that right there. I, I needed a plan. Uh, so he just, you know, he's a mature kid, and, you know, he's, he's seeing the ball well right now, and he's putting good swings on it. Uh, he had a walk-off hit uh, in game one on Sunday. Uh, in fact, we won 2-1, to one and he drove in both runs. Uh, so, you know, he's a, he's a guy that you can count on when, when it's late in the game and you need someone to really have a good at bat. Uh, more often than not, he comes through. And, Coach, on the other end of the spectrum, you have a young pitching prospect from Ripley, uh, Dane Peterson. And although his uh, his uh, pitching time on the mound has been limited, uh, I think an 0.93 ERA, you'll probably uh, you'll take that all the way through his career. Oh, absolutely. And, and last year, you know, like I said before, we'd only played 15 games. Uh, but Dane was a really, really important piece to our bullpen. Uh, last year, um, yeah, I think his ERA last year was like one two maybe, uh, and he did a good job. And we put him in a lot of high leverage situations, uh, you know, baiting them with you know, runners on first and third and one out, uh, you know, runner on second, nobody out. And you know, the thing about him, he doesn't get real excited about anything, uh, and if he does, you never know it. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, a very consistent heartbeat, and he doesn't get uh, he doesn't get discombobulated in big moments. Uh, he understands that he's not going to blow fastballs by people, uh, so he's got to make pitches. And uh, you know, he has the ability to concentrate, and, and has the ability to to execute pitches and get his secondary pitches over. And uh, you know, he's a hard worker. Um, you know, he. Uh, he had actually tested positive for COVID. He was in the protocol. Uh, so this weekend uh, was his first outing uh, of the season. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to him getting back into the swing of things a little bit and being, being really sharp. I mean, he didn't throw the ball bad this weekend. But, um, you know, I think he'd be the first to tell you that, you know, he wasn't exactly as sharp as he would have liked to have been. But, you know, he's going to be an important piece for us, uh, you know, this year and, and going forward. And, uh, you know, he's just another guy. He's an excellent kid, great family. 
coached. Uh, you know, they like to, to learn new things. They like to improve. And, uh, you know, he's, he's one of those guys. And uh, so we're real, we're real thrilled we got him, and we're just excited about the, the future and the, the present with him. We're talking with Coach Sean Lloyd at West Virginia State. Uh, currently, I believe, 4-0 in the Mountain East Conference and on a four-game winning streak and a big series this weekend coming up uh, at Fairmont State. Good luck, Coach. Okay, I appreciate it, Mike, and uh, we appreciate uh, all the guys we've had from, from Ripley High School through the years. They've always, uh, always been good players for us and, more importantly, always been great kids. So it says a lot about the, the community in Ripley and the, the type of kids that uh, – you know, the community and the schools are producing up there. So we, we're going to continue to have our nose in Ripley as much as we can. Thanks, Coach. Okay, thank you, Mike. Former Viking Tyler Haskins will be the opposing catcher in this weekend's series at Fairmont State. That's a wrap for Episode 82 of Viking 360. Thanks for listening. Thank you to our sponsors. We'll see you next time. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.